to sit so that I'm not... I lose circulation in my legs very easily. Yeah, you're doing all right there? Yeah. Is this the Vanderpump intro playing right now? Who put that on? Yeah, okay, we get it. <laughs> Don't need this mockery. Ian, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ian. I'm Sabrina's boyfriend. I'm Sabrina. Back again for my favorite day of the year. I feel truly blessed. Do you feel truly blessed? Eh. It's a Monday. Ian! I feel blessed. It's the season premiere of Vanderpump Rules. And it's December. Also good, but mostly season premiere of Vanderpump Rules. We're back with season seven. I was watching, because um, I've been watching old seasons on Hulu, and the, the only thing I could think of going into today was how horrible Tom Schwartz is. But he was really barely in this episode, because so we can't even really talk about him. Yeah. But I was just thinking, I was like, how... Tom Schwartz is actually a dick bag. You think he's... I, I think compared no, to many of the you other... No, you don't... You, I'm telling you, it's Tom Schwartz syndrome. You block out all of the terrible things he's done, because he's yeah. so damn charming. Yeah, you know he's Yeah, no, he's really not a great person, but he's so cute that you can't help it. He is a cute man. He's very cute. You put him next to Bo... Okay, I'm not even... Do you see my notes? Do you see... The, the, I oh, wrote oh, I Bo Clark with a heart. It took up like three lines of my notebook. We'll get to that. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. So, let's start from the top, shall we? All right. Recap. Um, Lala was in the intro. Oh, yeah. She made it to the I'm front page pretty much. so excited. So excited. That was all. And then Lisa looked amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that was the other thing. My only notes from, like, the intro was like, oh, my God, Lala. And Lisa looked great. Yeah, yeah there you go. Oh, someone is texting me, and it is not okay. Whatever. <laughs> I, and, like, it, I felt like, I felt, like, so comforted, like, starting to watch this episode. I was like, oh, it's like my friends are here. I think it's because I spent the whole day alone. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, my friends are back. <laughs> it's all okay now, guys. It's all okay. And then, they, so they start out. And they're all like, oh, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Oh, oh, I can't. Well, what happened last Tuesday? They're all, like, making such a big deal about it being Tuesday, which, of course, is see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's the day that James, James Ken- perfume, per- performs. James perfumes. Perfumes. It's James Kennedy. DJ James Kennedy's uh, residence at Sir Restaurant and Lounge. They give him Tuesdays, the least popular. Well, now he has... See you next Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, really? All yeah. Right. Thursday, there's a turn up Thursday. He's upgraded. So we find out that uh, James has dropped a, a sick rhyme um, about Jack's banging faith. And that's how you can tell that James really has nothing going on in his life because he's bringing up someone else's drama from a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's a far stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, Lisa just goes, what did Lisa say? We can all rap and then proceeds to rap. I skipped over some notes for that, but I gave you a pass. I gave you a pass. Mr. Taylor's going to beat your ass. Yeah. Yep. Also, I think, um, they walk in, Lisa and Ken walk into Sir and I swear Jiggy's dead. Like, I actually (laughs) think Jiggy is dead and they just carry him around. That dog is comatose. You... 
you, how can you tell? One, he's always dressed in a sweatshirt. Or, sorry, a designer velour blazer. Yeah, please. That thing costs a fortune, I'm sure. Then he doesn't move. I think he's dead. Whatever. When you're that rich, you don't need to move. When the dog is that rich? Yeah. (laughs) My dog isn't rich, and, like, he still doesn't move. Okay, but that's just... That's more of a health thing. I think this dog is just pure rich. Oh, fair. Fair. Um, and did you notice Lala's dress that she was wearing in her interview cutaway? No. The first one. No, This is, like, has nothing to do with anything else that was going on. But she had, like, a very, like, high neck, ruffly dress. Mm-hmm. It was the most un-Lala thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, Not it, cleavage going it, on. Like, I didn't dislike the dress, but it was just, like, it was very, like, I don't know, like, Topshop runway fairy girl kind of dress. Mm-hmm. And, like, Lala we're used to seeing in... Barely any clothes yeah. and hoops. Yeah, there were no hoops. Yeah. No hoops. Who is this imposter? Is she turning a corner? We can only wait and so see. So I, I didn't see last season, or at least most of last season. Yes. Lala with black hair looks strange. It's new. It's this new. It looks so strange. Okay. It's been getting, I think, progressively darker, but yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is dark, dark. Yeah, that, that hit me. Like, I was not right. You know hair is 95% of how I identify someone. Yes. I did not recognize that person on screen. The hoops were trying to bring me back, but the hair was throwing me away. I... I... I mean, I can't agree, nor can I see where you're coming from, but I accept your commentary. <laughs> uh, then they... Oh, Sheena was also barely in this, which I love because I hate Sheena. Mm-hmm. There's, I can't, oh god, there's not a redeeming bone in her body. In, I don't know if it was like the season preview or whatnot. Yeah. It sounded like Sheena made two sex noises, though. Is this another sex noise song that it's, she's coming out with? I don't know. It could just be Sheena. It could just be Sheena. Sheena, who recalled the exact day that her ex-boyfriend, yeah. Rob, broke up with her. She's, August 31st. August 31st, 2017. Because mm-hmm. she's... Crazy. Mm-hmm. But hey, she's not counting or anything. She's not counting. She's fine. This was also... I, I don't know why I'm surprised. This was Sheena who had a countdown app running in her phone for... And down to the second until her divorce with Shay was finalized. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So I don't know why I'm surprised. But don't worry. She's going to be single this year. Proceeds to get number from the first boy that approaches... No, and she's dating someone now. I don't know if uh, he's going to be in the show, but uh, he, she's dating someone now. Did she not just take the number of that... Person, the the person she was waiting on. I don't think she. I don't know if she actually took his number. Uh, it, it seemed like there was some like an exchange one. No, on. no. She he said he said, oh, you're, are you seeing anyone? And she said, oh, a couple of people. And then it cut. I think. Uh, I thought I overheard. Like, let's get drinks then. I don't think. I don't think there was an. Ex- I don't know if there was an exchange. Okay. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? I think it's left to be ambiguous. Um. I wrote several times, I'd just like to say, before we get to a, a further point in the episode, I wrote in my notes, Rob was a dickbag. I don't know where I got dickbag from, but I described several people as dickbags. And then later in the episode, Kristen proceeded to describe someone as a dickbag. Mm. So I think that was actually psychic tuning. Yeah, it could have been a previous episode. That I've you've... never said the word dickbag before, though. Okay, but you might have overheard it. You know, you were, you were watching Vanderpump I'm before this as well. I'm psychic tuning, psychic tuning. All right. I think you're, I think you're wrong. All right, all right. <laughs> so... Uh, now we have Jax and Brittany, and they're recalling the whole 
ordeal. James situation and Jack drives Brittany to work and ethic beatdown music begins to play. Um, as Jax goes into Sir, his former place of employment, and threatens James. Mm-hmm. The moment Jax walks into the room, James' face kind of freezes. James's face is a meme, and I'm really counting on Tumblr or Twitter to like make that happen. Right, like you can see him doing the the calculator, the calculation meme in his yeah. head about whether to fight or flight. Yep, and then. <laughs> Jax. Jack says apologies don't work, which I've never identified more with a statement <laughs> in my life. I was like, yeah, you're right, Jax. Apologies don't work. <laughs> um, and then Jax bought James underwear two weeks prior to this. That's a very intimate thing to buy another man. It's it's Jax and James. So I mean we can only that seat attracts. Yeah, yeah, all right, fair, yeah. You, you you didn't watch last season. They had a whole thing. They went to do absinthe shots together, which was at, honestly one of the peaks of last I, season. I did miss this. It was very enjoyable. But yeah, I, they just can't decide. Like, are they friends or do they hate each other? I think they should stop. I, I don't know. I think they either need to... Join a monastery? Mm, I was going to say have sex. We're going two different directions there. Um, because I feel like there's just some unresolved, like, so I feel like there's homosexual something. tendencies. I don't here? even Is think. That that I don't. For? I don't know if it's a really a homosexual tendency. It, but there's some deep rooted weird stuff between them, and like, hey, let's touch tips and call it a day. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I feel like that's what they need to do. Like, I can't think of anywhere else to like exercise this. Yeah. Exorcise, not exercise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> James goes, calculated is not a big word. (laughs) And then Lisa and Ken come over and they're talking to Tom about what just happened between James and Jax. Mm -hmm. And, like, James can't even help himself. Like, he has to jump in and, like, give his side of the story. Like, you're only digging yourself a bigger hole. Lisa asked Tom to, to tell her what went down. And pretty much told James to, like, stand back for a moment just so she could get the story from Tom. That's what I mean. James has nothing going on in his life. He makes me feel better about myself sometimes. Oh, yeah. If you want to compare yourself, then just look at many of the Vanderpump cast. I don't know. I'm not a white Kanye, though. No, not many of the Vanderpump cast. It's really James. Everyone else. James. Jax is... Okay, maybe not, Jax. Not maybe Jax makes me feel better at myself. Maybe Kristen. You're just harping on Schwartz, even though I like Schwartz still. It's Ian. I'm telling you, you're not reminded of it's the Tom okay. Schwartz syndrome. I'm he, going to copyright it next. He week, is a very flawed man. The next episode that we get a lot of Tom Schwartz, I will come prepared with a list of all of Tom Schwartz's indiscretions, and it okay. will be a bulk, a, a girthy list. Okay. Okay. I didn't need to use the word girthy there. <laughs> Um, and then, Bo Clark. I literally screamed, Bo Clark! So you've been following Stasi's Instagram. I... You've been waiting for this. First and foremost, I'd like to say that as I've been re-watching all of Vanderpump, I have only identified more and more with Stasi. And this is when, like, when I first started watching Vanderpump, I was like, I'm, I don't like Stasi. I'm nothing like Stasi. Now, how, however many, six, seven years later, I have just accepted that I am Stasi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel a deep emotional connection to seeing her so happy with Bo Clark, who, yes, 
I have seen on her Instagram and also from her podcast, which I made you listen to. Yes, I've seen, I've, I've listened to one because episode. I was so emotionally invested. She was crying when she was describing she her was relationship crying. with Bob. She was that happy. So happy. It's so nice. And he's such a nice person. He seems very wholesome. I would not know if wholesome is. Yeah, okay, fine. Wholesome. Yeah, sure. I don't know if he just seems like a, a fun guy. That's he wholesome. seems way better than Patrick, who I also wrote was a dick bag. Yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, he was he was the worst. Or not even arguably the worst, just like the actual worst human being. But whatever. I digress. I was really excited to see Bo. I'm glad he's going to be in this season a lot. He's mm. just a just a fun, just fun guy. I really want like a, a Stassi and Bo like spinoff. Yeah, yeah. I actually I want Stassi's podcast every week to just be Stassi and Bo. I was gonna say, wasn't that the spinoff that you just requested? Yeah, I actually, I actually just want Stassi and Bo all the time. <laughs> um, and then they had a, a three-way Stassi, Bo, and Tom Schwartz hug, which I was really, I was really fond of. I also yeah. want that to be a GIF if uh, Tumblr can get on that for me. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Guys. Um, then would you want to analyze Tom Schwartz's shot theory? Oh, so uh, Tom Schwartz has some flawed math, if you ask me. In in his in his um, pursuit to become more of an adult, he down, now does half shots. Mm-hmm. It's an alternative to the full shot. So instead of doing three full shots, he does six half shots. And what does this mean for him? According to Tom, it means. Half the alcohol. Half the alcohol with twice the friendship. But it's the same. It's, it's the, the same, same amount of alcohol. alcohol. You're, you're, just spread, sp- you're spreading out. Right. Like it helps. Like I, I don't disagree with his no, mentality. No, it, it's a good idea. It's just like you know, you know like he's misrepresenting it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I. I. There. I mean, sure. Sure. I think it's a good idea. If that's though. what works if for him. If the alternative is six full shots, then yes, please do six half shots. That's that's you know what that's all. It's fine. That's what worked for him. Um, and then Jack shows up and he tells the crew that he's proposing to Brittany. Um, and I could, maybe it's just because I've been rewatching Vanderpump. I could not stop thinking about the fact that Stassi and Jack dated. Yeah, every time I see them together, even though it was a while ago. It was it was a really long time ago. So, like, I, I totally get, like, it's normal. Like, they have a functional friendship now. Right, they've moved past it. But, but it still feels a little weird. It's still, yeah. Like, when I saw Bo and Jax sitting across from I each know. other, I'm like, is this weird for that, you guys? That's what I thought. I thought I thought I saw, like, tension in their faces, and then I realized, like, no, that's just their faces. You're just, put, <laughs> you're just putting that on them. Yeah. Like, they're they're fine. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so the big, the big event was that Jackson and Brittany are getting engaged. Yes. Um, which we we're all saw coming, but you know, in, in the show, it's exciting. It's new, exciting for them. <laughs> uh, we cut to now Lala, Kristen and Katie, which I didn't think about it at the time. And now I'm kind of thinking like, that's kind of a weird group. Yeah, that is a weird group. Isn't uh, it? they went to get piercings. I really appreciated the detail. Um, mm-hmm. you might've been out of the room, but when they had, they went to the piercer, uh, his title on screen, his name was Brian. His title was chief piercing officer. Oh Yeah. CPO. CPO, which I thought was really, um, I thought it was really funny. He's I, a C class exec. Yeah, yeah, exa- he's probably Six Sigma. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, so I, I just, I thought that was 
that was all. But they went to get piercings together. Lala has finally revealed the identity of her man. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I, because I follow all of them on Instagram, like none of this is a surprise. No, but you know, I'm surprised because I, I you're surprised. You didn't know his name was Randall. No, it's a very odd name. I'm gonna be honest. Randall Emmett. It's two first names. Can't trust a man with I, two first names. I was names. just going to say, but yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's Lala's man. I know. So they, they got piercings all together. Just this is a weird thing. I've never... I, is that a thing to get piercings together? Like you're asking the wrong person. I should know I have a lot of piercings, but not a lot of piercings. Do I have a lot of piercings? You're at what, eight or nine? Four, three, seven, eight... Nine. So I, you need one more to get to a nice to get, I, I know, number. I need a round number. Whatever, my piercings are on the point of the story. Um, and then I... Wow, I was just really critical of Lala. <laughs> the woman you love. The woman I love. I know, I can't stop from noticing her faults. Because she had an interview and her nose contour was really unblended and it really bothered me. But, um... Oh, speaking of makeup. What? What bothered me was Stassi's... Uh, maybe it was her spray tan. She just looked a little orange to me. She did look freshly spray tanned. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. it was too much for me. Okay, fair. See, I thought she looked really nice this whole episode. I was like, wow, Stassi looks so pretty. Yeah. But okay, yeah, okay. She yeah, she was she, I think she was freshly tanned. Yeah. I don't I don't like the that bright spray tan look, so. so you didn't like when I had a spray tan? Look, I'm just saying the first day is a little rough. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. You're supposed to love me unconditionally and find me beautiful no matter what. Hey, it doesn't mean I don't love you. Too much. I get it. <laughs> so, uh, guys, it's been about three years, but I think this might be the end. It's fine. Uh, yeah. So when they were getting pierced is when Kristen also said "dick bag." I think in reference to James. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, weird. Yeah. It's a dick. It's dick bag Monday. Dick bag Monday. Uh, then we go to Ken and Lisa going to Villa Blanca to meet with the Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote, does Ken have his own personality or is like, is this Ken? Is this the truest form of Ken? Ken, Ken, Ken says to the waiter, the waiter asks what they want to drink and, um, if they want still or sparkling water and Ken says, Rosé is our water. Yeah. Like, is this, is this Ken or is this Lisa? <laughs> Is what I want to know. I think maybe Lisa's just truly tamed him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or he could tone himself down for the camera, but then like comes out a little, a little bit here and there like that. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. Yeah. I feel like Ken is just... All he does is like carry around a dog. Right. But I don't think he's a cameraman. Like, I don't think he, he likes... See, I but I totally see him just doing that anyway. Yeah, like regardless of the situation. D- all, all day, without all right. a camera, just carries around Jiggy. All right, different parts of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, like, says hi to a swan. Right, right. I mean, Jiggy wouldn't move on his own or anything. So. No, so he has to. He's yeah. he's on, he's on Jiggy's retainer, probably. Probably. Um, and then Tom and Tom, they talk about their cocktail menu. Uh, the non-existent cocktail menu, non-existent I should mention. Non-existent cocktail menu. What are you going to do? They're creative geniuses at work. Yeah, okay. On this note, yeah. I am in full support of Lisa. No, agree. So, here's what happened. Lisa and Ken... Uh, Lisa was was telling Tom Tom that they needed to have the menu set. 
And when they started kind of like getting off track, saying like they're in the middle of it, they had some great ideas. Let's put some scorpion testicles in this shot glass and we'll brand it. We'll give it away at the end. Lisa was just not having it. She's like, I need a menu. I need the actual list. What's going to go into our restaurant? Um, and then Lisa brought up the point that she asked her, her daughter, who is not a mixologist, but who has restaurant experience, to put together a, a menu of cocktails. And Tom Tom did not take kindly to this. I mean, they didn't say it to her face, but they were they were thinking, and they said it afterwards. In the Tom's defense. Yes. Now, Lisa was coming back from England, I presume, because her brother had just passed. So Lisa hadn't been there for a while, so they were in kind of a flux. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming there was not much communication happening between the two of them when this is supposed to be getting done. Mm-hmm. And also, like, why would you put Pandora in? I don't know. I had another point that I forgot, but whatever. Yeah. I, I think it's more of, like, you, you need to have a menu set at least three weeks before to get men- menus printed, laminated, and set. And, like, people trained on the drinks. All right, Mr. Uh, I have, I'm a restaurateur <laughs> that I know these exact things. Okay. That was a generic number, but, like... You need some preparation time. You can't have it a week before and you're just getting the menus printed. All right, all right. Fine. <laughs> it but takes still, time. But also, a cocktail menu is different because the cocktail menu is going to change more. It will change more, yes. All right, whatever. The cocktails are still unsolved. We'll mm-hmm. have to wait and see how Tom Tom unfolds. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Tom and Ariana have like such different life goals. Yeah, no, it's just really conflicting. It seems like there's going to be conflict between them this season. I feel like they have to break up. It sounds like their sex life is already dead, too. It was dead last season. It was dead last season, but at one point in one of the the previews for this season, Ariana just says, yeah, I don't have sex. I mean... So... It's not looking good for them, I don't think. Well, and Tom wants to get married and have kids, and Ariana keeps saying no. Yeah. Like, uh, you're right. going to hit something at some point. Right. Like, I don't think Ariana's changing her, her perspective here, so. Well, you know, who knows? It could be. I I don't, because I, I like both of them, so I don't want to say anything. Like, they are going to break up. Right. I think they're, they're, like you say, though, their life goals are too different. Yeah. And one can't expect the other just to sacrifice Every, like everything they, they currently hold. Speaking of incompat- incompatibility, Jackson Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. You mean future Brittany Taylor? <laughs> I just, I'm, at, I'm so at the point where I'm just like, they have such an unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, I guess they're just... They're just two people. Like, that just works. I think Brittany's just so forgiving and very kind that she's willing to put up with a lot of what Jax does. And because of that, Jax also feels like she's a special girl, like she's willing to put up with him. Um, so I think there is, like, some reason behind it. I don't think either of them There's have, no like, a healthy... There's no reason to love, Ian. Okay, Sabrina. No, I don't know. I I think I think there are two people who are in an unhealthy 
not maybe not unhealthy, but a dysfunctional relationship. Oh yeah, I agree. And like, I agree. but and from the outside, it looks messed up. Mm-hmm. But like, it just it just works for who they are as people. Right. I will say, yes, that ring he got is ridiculous. Okay, it does not look like a seventy thousand dollar ring. It's I don't know I don't know how it does not look like a seventy thousand. I mean, maybe we didn't get a good close up of it. Maybe it, it was a it, big it, ring. I mean, it was beautiful. It, it was, was beautiful. It was huge. It did not look seventy thousand dollars worth. <laughs> not seventy thousand dollar huge. No. With money he got from his father who died six months ago, he's just spending it all on a ring. Which, like, okay, it's symbolic. Okay, but you, yes, see, you would never do that. Oh, I would never do that. You would do never that. do that. You'd be like, let's invest it. Hey, you could I, get a rental property. You could get a house for that. This is your own house. But I, no, I'm so with Jax on that one. I'm, I, I'm, I agree. You agree with Jax? I, I think, uh, yeah, I think if that's what he wanted to do, yeah, because it does. Right. It's going towards something that's important to him. It's go important to Brittany, or it's mm-hmm. going to be important to Brittany, and she's going to have that for the rest of her life. Yeah. You have a house for the rest of your life, too. Oh, my God. You're so not romantic. <sighs> you're the worst. <laughs> and, oh, and then they go to another interview, and now Kristen is wearing weird roughly dress. It's the season of roughly dresses and interviews, and I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Look, I don't know what to tell you. You didn't pay attention to it. Because you're not perceptive. <laughs> I'm telling you, I only look at their hair. It's 95%. Kristen of, got a haircut. Did you notice? I did notice the haircut. It was very short. Did you? Did it make you question who she was? It was the same color, so that helped a bit. It was a little weird seeing her, but I, I attributed that to just missing a lot of last season. Like I, I, I assumed yeah. the time gap was big enough. Like anything could happen. Lala's change just the the color was too drastic for me. All right. All right. You, so you don't like Lala's new hair. So you dislike Lala. <laughs> I never said that. So you think Lala is a whore. Uh, it's Sabrina. You're, you're, you're putting words in my mouth here. Okay. Mm, okay, get it. Cool. Sounds good. Moving on. Ian uh, doesn't like Lala. Okay. Uh, and then we get to... There's this whole thing with Kristen and Katie, and they guessed that Jax was proposing to... Brittany, which was just... Yeah, Stassi could not keep a secret either, so... I mean, it was happening at that point. It was. So, so at Stassi that point, was, it was fine. But just, like, watching Stassi try and not say anything was hilarious, because she was so ready to reveal it all. Yeah, and of all people, Stassi's the one who knows. Stassi's... Yeah. Because Stassi's been on the outs <laughs> for so long. She's on the outs with so many people. Yeah. But now, now she's... I don't know. She's back in it. Yeah, and well, now, now Jax and Brittany and Stassi and Bo are like, they're everywhere together. Yeah. Weird, who knows? You see that on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. So, Jax and Brittany go to Malibu. They go to Neptune's Net, where he's planning to propose. He has the ring box in his scrotum. Yes, it's tucked right there near his family jewels. I never understood that, and I hate it. Look, this a very valuable part to a man because anything that happens. Okay, there. I this is not related to anything, but I absolutely <laughs> hate hate the like importance and the weight <laughs> placed on a man's penis and balls. 
Look, I, it's stupid. No, you cannot defend yourself. It is the stupidest thing. It is the stupidest shared piece of male consciousness. Moving on. So Jax uh, orders some food, and he's planning to bring the ring out on a tray. And he was so nervous. He was so nervous. He, he started getting really anxious with the people he was ordering food from. He's like, what time? I need the exact time it's going to come out. Which he didn't. Yeah, which he didn't need the time for. He just he didn't. He ended up grabbing a tray yeah, from he, Yeah, he, and he was ordering food, presumably to bring out on a tray, to bring the ring out on a tray with. And then he ends up just grabbing an empty tray. Mm-hmm. And the entire time I'm sitting there thinking, but what about the food that they just ordered? Yeah, yeah, that's good What about right their there. crab legs? The person who's holding it is just waiting for them to get it. I mean, I assume the person oh, yeah, I guess was probably are, yeah. in on it. But also, I was like, are you going to get that? Please. Please. That was, uh, that was my big yeah, It's going to get cold if you don't. It's so. going to get cold. But, I mean... Whatever. They're happy. She had her $70,000 ring. Yeah. It was a beautiful proposal. Mm-hmm. Very. I don't personally love public proposals like that, but that's me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I it, it was, it was like a crab shack. It wasn't the, the. I, I thought the setting was cute. Like, yeah. I thought the setting was cute. It's for me. I felt like if someone were to have a proposal right in front of me, I, and, and I would just be like, I'd feel so awkward mm-hmm. that I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like when, like when it's people's birthdays at restaurants and yeah. they get sung to, I never clap. Right. Right. Cause I'm just like, I don't care about you. So I, I'm not going to clap right. because it's your birthday. No. It's also why I don't clap at the end of movies or when a plane lands. Now, Sabrina, when you propose to me, which you will eventually do, I'm sure. What? Uh, so when you propose to me, I think it should be in a, like a mountainous region. No. Uh, you know, like those, those scenic mountain pictures, but then like you on your knee with the ring in your hand. One, you're not getting <laughs> proposed to. Two, um, I don't like mountains. Ooh. Three, I like mountains when I'm inside. <laughs> inside the mountain? When I'm inside the ski lodge. With a hot chocolate and a book. Yeah. Um, three, you're delusional. All right. That hurts. What are you, you going to do about it? I guess not get proposed to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're back where we started. It's the crux of the issue here. And Jackson and Brittany get engaged. Blub, uh, congratulations. Yeah, I guess. What? Congratulations, I guess. They'll be happy. For the moment. Until the next fight. You are so cynical. I know I just complained about me being cynical, but you are so cynical. Look, look, I'm just saying, Jackson and Brittany, their track record is not perfect. You have no romantic bones in your body. They got them removed when I was a child. No, you're just lying. You're just... I don't like you. I'm gonna sleep on the couch tonight. You're making me upset. We don't own a couch. I'm gonna sleep on the beanbag. <laughs> and that's that. That All was right. the episode. Yeah, there we go. 
Episode one, kicking off the season. I don't even remember what the preview for next week was. We we watched it. We, we sat did. and we watched the whole thing. Yeah. But I, I can't. There was dancing. It's Pride next week, maybe. Pride, uh, that might be it, yeah, yeah. Maybe. It's always Pride during a Vanderpump season. Congratulations. I'm so glad you've been watching <laughs> this show for how long you're... You're like, yeah, there's always Pride. <laughs> they always celebrate Pride. Hey, it's true, though. No, you're not. You're not wrong. That's a very perceptive thing you've picked up on. I only mean that with like forty percent sarcasm. Wow! So I get more than fifty. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, you sound ready for bed. I'm ready to take my melatonin and go to bed. All right. Well, I think we should call this then. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow. Oh yeah. It's below deck. Season finale. No Man Overboard episode. Man Overboard, okay. Man Overboard. So we'll be back to catch up on Ishton. I didn't do any accents this week. I'm going to practice my accents tomorrow. And then... (gasps) I'm going to... I have work tomorrow night. Oh, no. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is terrible, terrible news. Okay, we're going to figure something out, but we'll, we'll be here. Don't you worry. I can do it on my own. Nope. Okay. Calling that... Night. Goodbye.